Yeah, I'm also against this eagle. I'm not yes. its friend. It's not my friend. No. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's the most negative I've ever heard, Josh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this eagle and its monkeys? No thanks. <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down and say, I don't want it around. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come to my house, eagle. Yeah. Sorry, you're uninvited for my birthday party, eagle and its monkeys. Pal. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hi! Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs, quarantine edition. (laughs) Okay, I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. And I'm Richie Redding. Uh, We are very psyched about our guest today. Super psyched. It's been quite a long time in the making. She is a podcaster, she is a writer, she is the host of the Maris Review, Maris Kreisman. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, your hubby, Mr. Negativity himself. Yeah. He is a comedian. He's a writer for Jesus and Marrow and the host of the podcast, Make My Day, Mr. Josh Gondelman. Yay. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so nice mm-hmm. to see you guys. Yeah, you guys are uh, you are quite the dynamic duo. Got to tell you, it's, it's, it's very impressive uh, how creative you guys are. And it's, uh, it's inspirational to the, to the likes of us. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks. And you guys just had a, a third wedding anniversary, is this correct? Somewhat recently? Yeah, earlier this week. Mazel yeah. love. I've been stalking you guys a little bit. <laughs> Thank you. Very flattered. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I want to hear about the Michael Jackson impersonator at your wedding. <laughs> well, so, I mean, Josh has an entire uh, chunk of his act about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some points that I like to dispute. Not dispute. That's too harsh. But We're here for um, it. okay. Um, so maybe you maybe you want to go and I'll I'll just give well, some notes. What happened was there's one thing that <laughs> we would like to do was, is to cause a riff in your relationship right at the front. Right up front. <laughs> <laughs> Beginning of the podcast. Is pull a thread. <laughs> Chaos reigns. What happened was we hired a DJ for our Wedding. Who's actually he was he worked for a, a dog walking agency in Brooklyn, and we that's how we knew him. He he would walk uh, busy our pug on days that we were both had to go work in offices. And do you remember a few years ago there was like a fire at Union Hall? Yeah, and he at the the venue, and he had a regular DJ night there. And he said, you know, I'm looking for gigs, and we said, you know, we our wedding's coming up. Would you want to DJ our? Would you be available to DJ our wedding? And he said, great. I also do Michael Jackson. Would you want me to do that at the wedding? (laughs) And I said, uh, sure. And Maris said, well, I had, I had put together a little playlist already Mm -hmm. that I, to suggest, you know, the kind of things we wanted. And my suggestion had been the way you make me feel, which is a really lovely wedding song by Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson. Yeah. So, (laughs) so we were like, we kind of gave him like a, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, so see what you can see what you throw together. We've got a Michael Jackson song on the playlist. This seems like it it cuts together nicely. It is like a, you know, a smooth transition. And then the day of the wedding, he everything's going great 
And then he steps out from behind the table with his sound system and he puts on a red leather jacket and a yes. plastic fedora. Wait, he was a- bad Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. This isn't th- or no, th- no that's Thriller. This isn't that's Thriller, them. MJ. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thriller yeah. Michael Jackson. Right. Bad is a black leather jacket. Yes. Right? Yeah. But thriller, sorry. red leather jacket. And and but Billy Jean comes on full blast, which is deeply not a wedding song. It is the opposite of a wedding song. And yeah, it is. Uh, it's that it is the story of a uh, bastard child, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it is. It is every it, bride's wish. <laughs> and every groom's. Um, <laughs> this is not just a thing that groom grooms are like. Yeah, I would love to have just kind of a secret family. That's that's the song <laughs> I want to write. But it was. Uh, it, people. It was very funny. And he said he led into it. He's like, I have a surprise for the bride and the groom. So. Everyone in attendance was like, they don't know you're about to do like he because that's so wacky to surprise two people by dressing like Michael Jackson at their wedding (laughs) and performing Billie Jean. So it was like a very, uh, a very funny evening and people for years didn't know what happened because we didn't get a chance to talk to every single person and be like this is what this really was here's what's <laughs> happening so like people years later will see it will hear me talk about it on stage or like ask about it and be like oh that okay sure i guess that's what we it was. just that's thought perfect. you guys were really into that yeah 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 <laughs> we thought you had told the dj you were big michael jackson fans and he and we needed an impersonation a thing we didn't yeah. know about you <laughs> yeah oh my god that's, that's perfect so funny what is the part that you can test maris josh makes it sound like the idea of michael jackson was totally just out of the blue and um i had i had recommended the, the proper song like so so it was still a michael jackson thing. yeah you it had just tried, would have been like you had to kind of massage it into the shape of a of a wedding yes and he was like <laughs> i know the dance to billy jean so i shall dance to billy jean so he just totally surprised you with that like you had no idea he was gonna do billy jean no idea we no. specifically <laughs> oh were God. like oh this will be fine if he plays the may you wait the way you make me feel maybe he does choreography like, uh, and yeah. maybe sings That's it was yeah. like totally Crazy. and it ended up totally fine he was he's wonderful he's lovely it, it was but it was just so funny billy jean is such a funny choice <laughs> of like all the of all the songs in his oeuvre i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that he only does billy jean he must mu- he must only true. do billy you know, jean it's like uh i don't know if you ever heard the story of joseph heller who wrote catch 22 mm-hmm. used to tour with kurt vonnegut mm-hmm. and they they would take turns like who went first and who closed and Vonnegut went out and killed on this one particular day. And he was off the cuff. He was loose. And he like, and, and Heller was already super nervous because he was just creaming it. Right. And Heller goes up and he's about to start talking. And the like, you know, chancellor or the dean or something grabs the mic and says, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to inform you. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. has just been shot. And gives the mic back and he like is looking back at this audience that's like just starting to break into tears and he's like you know Kurt Vonnegut probably could have talked about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. for 45 minutes straight and you know commiserated with that audience I have one speech to give whether Martin Luther King Jr. just got shot or not (laughs) yeah just no adaptation. He just just plowed through his same shitty speech. Wow. That's so tough. But I appreciate you describing authors as though they were comedians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love it, though. Yeah. I, and Kurt Vonnegut is probably great. Like, yeah, Kurt Vonnegut. I mean, Vonnegut probably 
could have really killed funny. and smoked like yeah. a pack and a half of cigarettes while he was on stage. But uh, we have gotten pretty far into the weeds and uh, away from the fact that you guys are the proud parents of a very handsome young man by the name of Busy. A beautiful young lady, but I don't oh, know exactly what? how she... What? I'm sorry. Yes. I, I mean, oh, that's okay. She's gender a- is a construct for pugs too. Yeah, you're in Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to assume. Yeah, she's. Um, but we we know her as a lady. She's a very uh, a very sweet a very sweet kind of grumpy old lady at this point. Oh, is she grumpy? I don't remember if she was grumpy when she's hungry, which yeah. is all the time. And she now a grumpy is the wrong word. She's a yeah. little fussier than she used to be. She every morning has been waking up at, for the last <laughs> almost I mean almost a year, but it's kind of settled in over for the last quarantine. couple months, yeah. yeah, that she wakes up at 2:30 for a walk. AM. At 2:30 AM for a walk. Yep. And then eats breakfast and then goes back to sleep till 8:30. <laughs> Well, she makes me watch her eat breakfast. That's the new. The, the, the last couple of days, she's been pretty good about just eating. But for the week before, she would only eat if Maris was supervising, like a little, like a breakfast site supervisor. What pets did you guys grow up with? I didn't have anything until we we got a bird when I was in high school and that you know it was nice and then when my parents had an empty nest they got a dog that they love more than me and my brothers and probably their grandchildren um and it was (laughs) and it was through Mookie that I really became um, obsessed with having a dog. That wasn't until you were in... So I was in my 20s. So you didn't have a gr- dog growing up at all, and then you left nope. and they decided to get a pet. Did you ever, like, beg for pets when you were younger? or All the time. Funny. A phone in my room and a pet. That's really? all I wanted. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> they waited till you left and decided yeah. that was the time? That's so yeah. funny. What made them change their minds? Um, I, I think it was that um, my brothers and I were a handful, and then... Yeah. <laughs> And then their hands were empty. Yes. Yeah, I, I haven't thought of that for so long that I don't think that uh, I guess Zoomers are the are the teenagers now, that generation. Yeah. They can't possibly grasp the concept of a phone in the room, how huge that was. <laughs> Especially huge. if there was two lines, line two. Yeah. Line two. We, I had a phone on a little table just outside my room that could reach into my room, and that felt pretty good. That was like, I was most of the way there. My, my dad put off getting a cordless phone for as long as possible by he got the longest cord on earth and then got the connector to the second mm-hmm. longest cord on earth. And like, we could hit the neighbor's house with our landline like, plugged in. It was absurd. And then on each end was a tin can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but my dad would legit like be pissed off, like trying to like fish his way to where the phone was. That's so funny. Yeah. When I was a kid, when I was very small, my mom had a cat that she'd had, I believe since college or just after college named Barney. And by the time I was like ambulatory, the cat was very sick and uh, and not friendly. So my concept of having a pet was like having kind of a a nemesis of the <laughs> same size as you, but much stronger. <laughs> Sharp claws. Sharp, much sharper claws. Yeah. Yeah. A, a thing that Lisa has said a bunch of times is that like they'd rather have a bucking bronco than a 
Oh yeah, no, I've had veterinarians in in vet school who will say that I they would rather take a bucking stallion, a horse that is not neutered and bucking any day over an angry fractious cat. So yeah, because they can be. I mean, cats can be evil for sure. A lot handle very aggressive and just like fly off the wall. Yeah. So. The thought of trying to pick up a pissed off cat to me is the most anxiety inducing thing I could think of. <laughs> oh, yeah. So scary. And I've of all the whenever busy is kind of ill tempered, I've never been afraid to pick her up. <laughs> right. <laughs> as, as you know, she gets in a little bit of a, a snit and is is barking and she's still just like. 24 pounds of like super dense cloud <laughs> <laughs> cloud oh. <laughs> that's how you wound up doing the podcast was that one time at gotham i remember you uh you were on stage and you talked about walking your little marshmallow yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> and this podcast has made me a weirdo that the way i introduce myself to people now is like hey did you uh you say you got a dog <laughs> <laughs> Cretan. Uh, so when did you guys start getting pets of your own? This was my first. Really? Yeah, I think I, I think for a, a month I had a, a beta fish in college. It was kind of a bit, uh, but I don't really count that. Yeah, I don't know. If, like, I count it. I, I think okay. if, you can, if you can grow bamboo in it, it's not a pet. <laughs> <laughs> you think a, a beta fish is a pet? Know you like go out to the pet store and like purposefully decide to buy something and keep it alive. Yeah, that's hmm. true. Right, it didn't like wander into my as a bit my dorm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was doing a thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it was kind of a it was kind of a thing. It was, you had to be you had to be there. <laughs> Just as a way to try to uh, try to impress girls, like, hey, you want to see my fish? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> want to go back to my place and watch something sick? Want to watch something in a bowl that's way too small? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's floating near the bottom, so you know it's alive, but it's not happy. <laughs> right. So, so you went from beta fish to busy. Yes. So there was a long gap in between of probably ten years. Wow. Wow. So that's a big leap. So then, what made you guys decide? How did you? How did you decide to take that leap? Tell us your whole life story through busy. Okay. So ever since my parents got their dog, I knew that I needed to have my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the first year or so that we'd been dating. I would just be annoying and talk about dogs all the time. Not and, annoying. Aw, thank Aww. you. You'd be charming and talk about dogs. Aw. <laughs> um, and, you know, showing pictures, blah, blah, blah. I've always been partial to pugs. And so your birthday, right? Around your birthday, the first year we were dating, when you you lived alone in a, in a little place in, in Greenpoint, and I was like, oh, I'll get you a dog. I'll find you a dog for your birthday. And you said, you said, not, not yet. Because <laughs> right, I don't want to have her one. Head. Yeah, no, it was too soon. Like, <laughs> that, that's a real... But that was my, that was my move. Not to, to cement things, but to make sure that at first it wouldn't be my dog. Um, <laughs> I was like, I'll get you a dog when we don't live together and then the dog is your dog and and then whatever happens whatever i'll maybe i'll be a stepdad to this dog at some point yeah you were locking uh-huh. up cool stepdad status yeah cool stepdad corvette it's like hey yeah. hey pup you want you want a sip of this beer try <laughs> <laughs> right. some cigarettes buddy so you had, you said that in your apartment right that you lived in it was oh, yeah. it was not suitable for a dog yeah and and so then we went pretty quickly and moved in together after 
A year. Basically a year, a year dating, a year. exactly. Yeah. Whose lease was up? Um, Your lease was up, Mine. but we moved into a mm-hmm. separate, a, a third location. So oh, it wasn't wow. like her lease was up and she moved in with me. It was her lease was up and I was like basically at will at my apartment. I lived in a in like one of those comedy apartments that just like people move in and out of. Right. So there was no I was just like, I'm going to leave at the end of the month. And everyone was like, see ya. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I didn't have to like there was no paperwork. And your other eight roommates were like, OK. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, someone else just came in. Right. Exactly. Just another roommate sprouted out of the carpet. <laughs> yeah. I was there once in our courtship. That's true. Yes. Uh, which is one time too, too many. many. <laughs> <laughs> we always say that that's how New York works. That it's like one of your leases is up and it's like, okay, we're either going to move in together or break up. What's going on? <laughs> like, that's- mm-hmm. I, th- I think it was, I don't think we were in danger of breaking up, but I think it would have been like, Another year to move in together would have felt long. So we moved in to a, to a place in Brooklyn together and I had promised a dog and you had said, well, when next place I live, we'll have a dog, I'll have a dog. And so we moved in this next place. So whose dog <laughs> clock was ticking louder? Yeah, well, I like it that Josh promised her a dog, but she was like, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that was a fundamental misunderstanding. It was absolutely a misunderstanding and not in a, like a bad way. Not in a bad way at but all. I, I was like, well, I guess it's time for me to get you a dog to keep this promise. And then your point of view was. I thought like I wasn't in any hurry, but if you really wanted me to get this dog, <laughs> then I would get this dog. Like I so funny. And and so I started looking on Pet Finder, which I don't I mean, if you've discussed Love this with other people. It's, it's so wonderful. Love but it. it's in New York City. It is um, just really hard like you fall in love every day every hour with another dog and then there's you don't even get in the door uh they just keep pulling the rug out yeah we would apply to to adopt dogs and then we would hear back like thanks for your application um we unfortunately we got 150 applications for this oh my two-year-old shih tzu mix yeah. <laughs> and yours was not the one we went with right and, and so it was like a lot of that for a few weeks maybe a month right and then what broke me was i went to um <laughs> broke you <laughs> an <laughs> adoption fair in union square almost exactly five years ago and it was like I, I didn't expect like a real mob scene. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah. I had to elbow my way in just to look at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I knew I wasn't getting a dog. Yeah. Just too, too stressful, too tense. So I, I tweeted Mar- Maris was like, why don't you put on social media? Say you're looking for a dog. Maybe, you know, someone who knows someone who knows someone that is trying to find a home for a dog. Oh, you guys didn't know me at the time. But this is a very common story, though. I'll tell you, don't don't lose your spot. But I, really? but this is a very common story that we, yeah, lots of people who try to rescue, try to rescue, and can't. So wind up getting it from what I hope is a reputable breeder. I mean, I mm-hmm. believe in good breeding and reputable breeders. I think they're hard to find, but they're out there, um, and they serve a purpose. But yeah, this this is a very common story. People often great people. If we had had the bandwidth to take on like a a bigger or more active dog we probably could have adopted i think there were there are lots of like really great like a lot of people we saw a lot of pit bulls Mm -hmm. that needed homes and we just didn't have the bandwidth or the space in our apartment to like take on a dog that needed a lot of exercise and a lot of room to roam and so i put out on social media and a friend 
uh, like an acquaintance from online was like, oh, this acquaintance of mine has this pug that he's trying to find a home for. It was like a family friends or something. And we we um, connected with him. And then within a week, that Busy was living with us. Oh, oh, that's great. So Busy was still a rescue. And you didn't even have to go um, on the dark web or anything. That's great. So no, no, no. Yeah, we were, this is when Silk Road still existed and people were doing a lot of dog adoptions there. <laughs> Silk Road. Like, nice reference. Hey, do you have like a kilo of heroin and then a dog that weighs like 12 pump. kilos? Yeah. The answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, how do you want the dog packed? <laughs> Sorry. Too dark. Were you sold on pug? I was. Just, I okay. was. I was a little nervous about the the health stuff. And, and when we met her, she was very anxious to be. She hates driving in cars, which I think was most of it. So by the time she got to our apartment from, from Harlem, from yeah, to where he was, yeah. yep, where he, they had driven from Harlem to Williamsburg, busy was pretty keyed up. And and it was a very hot day. And very hot. Day. She doesn't do so great in the heat. Yeah, even, you know. Even under the best circumstances. Yeah, well, the flat face breeds definitely are not meant for the heat world. Um, But uh, how how old was she when you got her? We thought she was six. And then we looked at her paperwork from her previous owner and it turned out she was eight. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. A senior pug. A senior pug. So they just, they just duped you or you just heard wrong? Um, <laughs> we definitely didn't hear wrong. It is up in the air whether we were duped or whether it was, it was an, an honest, honest mistake. Yeah. Because the person who the person who gave us busy was <laughs> not sure. the not the owner. He he had kind oh. of taken her in as a stopgap um, because some elderly family friends couldn't care for her got anymore. It, got it, got I give it. some input here. Um you guys already sound like great people for rescuing this six-year-old pug but if you said if you reframed it as we set out to rescue a senior <laughs> pug yep. i mean who yeah, you're getting some heroes. good guy points <laughs> yep just yeah the older the better yeah i want i want a yeah. dog whose whole body is like ed asner's forehead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want a dog that needs all his joints replaced and I want to pay for it. No insurance, pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Pre-existing conditions is just pug. Yep. (laughs) I let you guys just keep going. This would be the whole podcast. So, okay. So then you got her home and Mm -hmm. so what was that like? I remember the first night when we had a crate for her and we put it in our bedroom and she was fussy and it was the first time she wasn't she was more than fussy we couldn't sleep we couldn't she was furious <laughs> she was so yeah. mad and it she, was and we were told right he said she has a crate but she doesn't love it she doesn't you know she gets a little fussy if you put her in the crate translation here's a useless crate <laughs> <laughs> yes we yes. put her in the crate it was much too big and her whole attitude was like do you have any idea who my father is? Like, how dare you put me in here? And then it was the first time I ever saw Josh cry. Did I cry? Oh, yes. I was really stressed out. It was really stressful. Because it was like, she just barked from the time we went to bed indefinitely. And I was Aww. like, I because I'd never had a dog before. And I was like, if this is what owning a dog is, or being, you know, being dog parents is, 
I don't know that I'm up for the challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was very stressed. And, and that, that might have been the like the worst night might not have been night one for like emotionally. Yeah. The worst night might have been night three when I was like, oh, it's just always this. <laughs> <laughs> but then we came up with a solution very quickly. Which was? Drugs. That she always sleeps in bed with us. That's true. <laughs> That's and that a solved, nice solution. So you just disciplined That solved the, the <laughs> yeah. problem of her... Uh, Constant fury until dawn. Until <laughs> dawn. But it was just unrelenting. It was unrelenting. unrelenting. And it was the kind of thing where we were like, let's let her bark it out. Cry right. It we'll out. give we'll give her we'll give it half an hour. She can't possibly keep it up. And it was like, unceasing. Yeah. Oof. And hours you, and hours. And later. then you put her in the bed and she was perfect. She it took a little while. The first couple of nights she would get up and kind of like feel her way around the bed for for a couple minutes a couple times a night i think she puked once out of i i choose to believe excitement um, <laughs> not spite is that malice <laughs> <laughs> no she was just like hey look at my new family we're all sleeping in bed together <laughs> doesn't it make you sick <laughs> yeah oh gross Norman Rockwell who um and and then it was pretty good after like i would say after the first week, week. Yeah. And how long ago did you get her again? So you've had her for... It'll be her five-year gotcha date wow. on June 10th. Oh. So that makes her 13? Muzzle. 13, yeah. Wow. About, about to turn 13, right? She was we like... We got her on her eighth birthday around. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, give or take. Her birthday might be... Might it be July? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we got her one month shy of eight. By the, but by the time we learned how old she was, she was eight. So this time next year, we're getting ready for a bat mitzvah. A this bark year. mitzvah. This year, she could she could have her bark mitzvah this year, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know if, if it's the same over Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she's been practicing so much. I know. It would be, <laughs> she knows all that. You actually, blessings. your mom attended yeah, a we bat went, mitzvah. Yeah, we went to a Zoom, Zoom bat mitzvah, yeah. Oh, really? I also went to a Zoom funeral, yeah. Well, that was more fun at the beginning than it was at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it wasn't the same event. Just real real sunrise, sunset vibes. The same event. Yeah, it wasn't the same Full circle of life. um, Yeah. Uh, Well, folks, I have uh, prepared for you a Cosmo-style personality test that we may better get to know uh, Miss Busy. Please. Yes. So uh, these are all on a scale from 1 to 10. Okay. okay. You're going to you're going to give her a ranking. So, let's start off on the Kinsey scale, 1 being the gayest, 10 being the straightest. Where does she fall? She's Eight. Well, she humps you daily. Yeah. So, I'm going to say it's like a 2. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. But I thought you said wait, 1 is the gayest? Sorry. Two, yeah, 2. Yep. Sorry. Yeah, everybody always gets this confused. She she's a 2. Okay. Yeah. I was like I thought I I had it flipped. Yeah, she's a 2. She's she's very gay. <laughs> she really just I, she loves to hump my leg. Mm-hmm. Just yours, just mine. Got it. Does she have one leg that's a favorite, or no? She likes to switch it up. Yeah, she'll take what <laughs> she can get. She's an opportunist. <laughs> Grammability, how she doing on the gram? And I will point out that uh, Maris, I saw. I think it was a tweet that you put out of her looking real grumpy because she wasn't allowed into a Zoom meeting. And Yes, <laughs> correct. I, um, I smashed that like button. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she doesn't do her own posts. I do them. <laughs> Whoa. Confession. Well, I mean, that also means something in that we're like not 
that okay. we're not quite the kind of, of of dog family that like posts in the voice of the dog. Yes. Yeah. I, we are not either. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 I'm glad we're all the same company. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment, but I I no. didn't want to like no offend ups, offend or upset anyone. But she has the most expressive face out of. Yeah. I mean, out of ten, I would give her an eight. I'm gonna give her a nine. Okay. Sure. <laughs> we're nine. Gonna, I'll take it. We're gonna start some something between you guys by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty close. Yeah. What kind of savagery does she display? Ooh. It's like a one and a half. Yeah, low grade savagery. <laughs> really? Low grade savagery for sure. Mostly when she's hungry and horny. Otherwise, like <laughs> very sleepy. She's mostly sleepy. She's a savage sleeper. She doesn't destroy stuff? Does not destroy stuff. No, she's very gentle she's with gentle. stuff. She's gentle. She doesn't even like to play with toys that much, so she doesn't destroy. Yeah. Yeah. True. Okay. And okay. she loves people. Um, I have a feeling I know what the answer is going to be to this also. Uh, stamina on a one to ten. <laughs> <laughs> I would say she has slightly less stamina than she is savage. <laughs> <laughs> one, one and a quarter. Yeah, I think that might be being generous. So what happens if you try to, like, can she make it around the block without stopping? Yes. Yes. And and I I was trying when quarantine began to give both of us, like, a little exercise time of, like, a half hour in the middle of the day um, to get a, a real walk-in. And basically, she has scaled that back, and I go without her now <laughs> because she uh, prefers not to. Especially the the difference between like mid March weather oh, yeah, and true. late May weather is like enough to kind of make her wilt a little bit faster. Yeah. So the does she she gets really like exasperated and it's harder for her to breathe and she has to work a lot yeah. harder. She just refuses to move. Yeah. <laughs> just plants. Just yeah. Plants. She plants. She's not like a flopper, right? Like she doesn't like get on the ground. No. But she just like stands kind of locks her knees. Yeah. She uses her <laughs> words. Yeah. <laughs> Life or death situation. How long do we think that, uh, or far do we think busy could run for? Oh, run. Um, on a cool day, on a cool day, <laughs> she could run for, a mile. Yeah, what? that sounds right. A mile? Not, I mean, she would. It would have to be like run walking, like yeah. kind of uh, jogging. Yeah, like a, like at a like a water aerobics intensity. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think she could go a couple of blocks at uh, on a on a day where the weather is favorable. On a day like today, I feel like she'd make it about a hundred feet yeah. and just be like, "Well, she did. yeah." It, would it take me birds or whatever <laughs> predator is? Whatever wall of death is coming my way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, speaking of birds, I've been I have been uh, trying to to rally against these birds for quite some time. They, there's only one thing one one thing I've only seen in pictures, but I am terrified of it. That is the harpy eagle. Have you ever seen this damn thing? No, I don't know. Let me look it up. It looks like a dude in an evil bird suit staring you down whoa <laughs> ready oh, to yeah. steal your soul yeah. i pictured a different kind of evil i'm glad we looked it up yes because i was picturing like almost like a hawk like intensity but this is like a if goth the, monkey yeah like if the grim reaper were a bird <laughs> yeah it's like the monkey bird things from uh from wizard of oz Yes. Yep. Yeah. Much closer to that. Yeah. 100% hate it. And um, it actually, it preys on monkeys that. uh, Whoa. Oh, no. Yeah. On howler Mm. monkeys. It just rips them out of trees. So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm also against this eagle. I'm not its friend. It's not my friend. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's the most negative I've ever heard, Josh. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
this eagle that eats monkeys, no thanks. <laughs> I'm going to put my foot down and say, I don't want it around. <laughs> you can't come to my house, eagle. Yeah. Sorry, you're uninvited for my birthday party, eagle that eats monkeys. Pal. <laughs> um, problem solving. I'm going to give her a four. I think that's fair. She um, she has little tricks. Um I've been giving her a little piece of cheese when um, she's finished her gross diet meals out of a can. And um, she's done this thing where she takes the food out of the bowl and puts it on the floor and then comes to get me all proud um, to make it look like she's finished eating. And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say her problem solving is like largely driven by like or largely executed through emotional manipulation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. trickery, which okay. is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. not super effective. It's not score. super. Yeah, it's yeah. not effective, but I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I, I just want to clarify her dog brain is that she knows she gets a reward when she joins the clean bowl club. So Correct. she just soft mouths the food and dumps it on the floor. Yes. So ta da, oh, yeah. bowl's yeah. clean. The bowl's empty, right? Like give me your honor, cheese. A loophole. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, very. But smart. then you you tricked her today. I did. I tricked her today by kind of by accident. I sat down because what happens is I will sit on the couch and then I'll get up to get a glass of water and then she'll take the part of the couch that I was sitting on, which. Uh, Because it's nice and warm from being underneath me. And Mm -hmm. so she, um, so, but that's like, I'll have set up my computer and a, you know, glass of water and stuff. So I, today she was on the the side of the couch I wanted to be on. So I sat for five minutes, got up, she took my spot and then I I snaked her spot. (laughs) So it was someone, I forget who it was. I, cause I tweeted about it and someone on Twitter said, did you fool her or did she trick you into warming up the couch for her? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm starting to think she deserves more than a four here. I don't know. All right. Maybe we'll up her to five and a half. Just a five. I don't want okay, to check the balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Too positive. Okay. Yeah, these are very okay. tightly regimented, uh, very, very highly calibrated tests. <laughs> street smarts. Let's talk about Busy's street smarts. How, how would she fare on the mean streets of Brooklyn? Well, Josh has a joke about this. <laughs> yeah, I think she's very... I would say she has a good eye and nose for things she could eat, but she's very, she's too trusting and gullible. She likes everybody. So I would say her street smarts are like a three. Well, also she's, she's eaten shit a bunch of different times. So I would say that's not, that's not that smart. What's the joke? Basically, if all the pit bulls in New York were, were let loose in the streets in six months, they'd be unionized. Uh, they'd they'd be uh, control all the pipe fitting in Queens and the Bronx, mm. and if all the pugs were let loose in New York City by midnight, they would be enslaved by the pigeons. <laughs> Rats would be riding them over subway tracks. <laughs> now more than ever, like I I don't know if you've noticed the rats, but like when we I I'm a little nervous to take her out at well, night. Well, they're supposedly getting more aggressive because their they their are. food source has been cut off, right? A neighbor, there's we we live close to a, a pizza place because we live in New York City, uh, and a neighbor <laughs> told me today that she 
uh, walked by the pizza place la- late last night and two rats were like so loud she was scared. <laughs> she said she only saw their silhouettes. I can't tell you how many times a rat has made me jump in New York. Oh yeah. <laughs> nope. But I They're can't so imagine aggressive. Now. They like cross streets and stuff. Yeah. We're still in Florida with my parents um, but uh, we've got alligators. Lot- yeah we've got alligators. Chloe oh. yeah. <laughs> stay away from the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk Special skills. Is there anything particular to her? I mean, the the bowl cleaning is is pretty good. Pretty. This is pretty good. She's very sneaky. But it's a one to ten. Um, spe- oh, a, a ranking of her special skills. I would say five. Fair. None of the. She doesn't do. Yeah. Human directed tricks. Okay. But she's so fun to look at anyway. Yeah, she's very sassy. She's got a. Yeah. She, when when we were able to have guests over, she'd always go and sit in each one of their laps individually. Yep. It's um, very endearing. She made so visits. It's, she made visits. She's a, a real a, a real winning personality. I don't know if that's a skill, but it's the kind of thing that you would put on your resume if you if you hadn't had a lot of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good helper. <laughs> Well, if she ever needs a recommendation, you let me know. Maris, <laughs> uh, uh, I just sat here and processed for a second and got so briefly sad by your statement that when we were allowed to have people over, like it just, it really hit me for a second. It's like, oh shit, we can't have people yeah. over. Um, how bougie is she? One to tennis. I'm going to say a six and a half. Ooh, she does have a little... Um, She's got a fan, a fancy little raincoat that she wears when it's rainy out. It has little ducks on it. <laughs> yep. Um, she has prescription dog food. So that's, like, that's true. Yeah. It's, and it's like more expensive than our food. Yep. Basically. She has a fancy prescription dog food. I was definitely going to ask about what kind of fat kid food you're giving her. <laughs> yeah, she's on. She's on a like a low, a reduced fat wet food. Yeah. That she throws on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, smears it all over the floor, gets all caked up. It's very gross. Uh, she's trouble. She takes anxiety medication. On right, yeah, she's got scripts. Yeah, she's yeah. Got scripts. Oh, we're going to have to talk a, about that. Yeah, I mean, that's just a New Yorker, right? Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but that's a little bougie. Cock blocking. Where's, what's she doing? She uh, she interrupting coitus? She is very insistent on when we go into the bedroom she needs to also go into the bedroom. And so we have to bribe her. To stay outside with treats. So I would say she she's trickable, but she's insistent. So I would give her a seven. Yeah, yeah. Seven. Okay. And I feel like we better know Busy now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I still want to know more about those drugs. Now Lisa wants to know about damn drugs. Or if you have any question, veterinary questions for me at this point. Yes. It is something that people are really interested in. If she is on, is she on Prozac? Because dogs and Prozac, people really. She is not on Prozac. She has a prescription for Xanax. Oh, okay. for like travel. Got it. So you use as needed. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it, yeah. but it doesn't work. Yeah, she she stresses right through it. Like what she. We'll give it to her, you know, the prescribed n- amount of time before we get into a car. And she just doesn't like transportation. Yeah. Well, so um, that's interesting because I, 
I am personally not a huge fan of Xanax for anxiety in dogs. I find for that dogs. Yeah, for me, I love it. Love for this it. one, uh, a okay magic. But I'll also, I don't have an addictive personality. But um, but it's magic. Better living through chemistry. Okay, amen. Um, for dogs, I do often find though that it does have like a paradoxical excitatory effect, um, where it just it can Seems make like them it. feel funny, and then that makes them more anxious. There are drugs oh. that I love way better for. Is just it's mostly the car. Yeah. So what I would have a lot of my patients do drugs that I love are things like um, trazodone. Often works really well, and I'll usually have my clients give it like. Uh, once the night before, actually. And then again, oh. two hours prior to the car trip and on an empty stomach because part of mm. the anxiety, maybe if she gets any, does she, has she ever vomited in the car? No. Okay. So or at some, least not with us. Some yeah, dogs no. might get a little car sick and that can be part of the anxiety as well. So sometimes I add an anti-nausea there just because. Um, but trazodone and gabapentin are really great. Um really great combination and or just try either one um, for me than than Xanax. I don't even, I really like never use Xanax for those things. It's a last resort. Yeah, some dogs do really well on Xanax, but um, it's really usually a last resort for me because I don't find it works nearly as often or as well. And again, giving that that night before and then two hours prior to so that you you get rid of any wind up. Like obviously they don't know they're going in the car, but any wind up at all, you know, if you start from level 10, it's just so much harder to get back down to that mm-hmm. level two. Yeah. So yeah, there's drugs I love a lot more than, than Thank Xanax. You. Yeah. Ooh, that's helpful. Yeah. So I would, I would, yeah, we can talk about that and I would ask your bet. Yep. So uh, do you have any other questions for the good doctor? I think that was the big one, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. She's been healthy. She has been. She has been. She had, she's had a couple Another. little, um, like tightness of her neck about once a year and then we'll give her some anti-inflammatories, right? We'll go to the, go to our vet and get her some anti-inflammatories and that usually clears it up in a couple of days. That's great. Yeah. Pugs can be pretty prone to that, like neck, um, or back, like intervertebral disc disease or just soreness. So yeah, that's, that's great. It's good that you can recognize it. Yeah, yes. she hunch, she gets she a little hunchy. Over. Yeah, that's and a pretty classic cute. sign. Like yeah. Big Ed from 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, watch out. Shout out Big Ed. She also, you know, her she has slightly I think slightly arthritic back legs, yes. right? So she we we live on a second floor walk up, so she gets carried down the stairs and sometimes she likes to run up and if she's been like frisky and, and moving well, we let her run up. But we've been told that down is like harder on the legs. Down is, uh, well, for her neck and her back, actually, down is definitely more mm. of a concussive force that, yeah. you know, if you can avoid, that's great. Um, but there's lots to do for her arthritis. If, you know, you're not already, things that I'm proponent of are like fish oil. So omega mm-hmm. high dose anti-inflammatory omegas are great for heart health, skin health, joint health. Cool brain, eye. Um, and, uh, it's actually the only thing proven for osteoarthritis, even over uh-huh. joint supplements, like a glucosamine chondroitin supplement. She, those she takes every day. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's great. Right. Um, and then there's acupuncture, there's physical therapy, Ooh. there's, um, um, laser therapy. And then there's of course like traditional, just like people take like non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like doggy Advil. Mm-hmm. Don't take Advil because it's very toxic for dogs. Um, but things like doggy Advils or gabapentin also is another, mm-hmm. is another good one that we use often. So 
all kinds of modalities that you can use for. Thank um, you. Yeah. And, and every dog over the age of 10 has some degree of arthritis. So that's pretty, yeah. pretty yeah. normal. Yeah. You're pretty when you're smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Josh, I, uh, I, I listened to a, an episode of your podcast today, Make My Day. It is very funny. It is very creative. Uh, Thank you. And Josh it is, is very funny. It is a, a, uh, a game show comedy podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I like to play games with our guests. I like you to know that that we uh, are creating things just for you. So I have prepared for you. There's two games left. Richie okay? does put we're, in a doing, great effort to stalking you. Yes, we're putting in. There's only two games left, and then we're going to let you guys get back to your quarantine. Um, <laughs> so. As I said from the beginning, I was hoping to cause some kind of marital rift by way of doing this. And I have prepared (laughs) a passive-aggressive letter for which you guys are going to fill in the blank. Uh, We'll take turns, starting with Maris. Um, Great. This game is called It's Time We Talk About Busy. Okay. Uh, Okay. Dear Busy. We know this quarantine hasn't been easy on you. Mommy and daddy are home all the time now, but it's not as great as you thought it would be. We know it hurts your feelings when we... Don't invite you to our business meetings. And it must be confusing that you're not allowed to... Um, just eat whenever the people eat. (laughs) Sometimes mommy and daddy can't be in the same room at the same time, and we can't help but to notice that you usually choose to follow... Mommy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes <laughs> it it feels like you're taking your feelings out on us by um oh good question by panting loudly. <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts us busy. It hurts. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be the best parents we can even if daddy blanks in his sleep. Snore. Oh sorry, I took yours. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, snores louder than busy does. (laughs) Mommy could really work on her table manners because she blanks when she's eating. Refuses to feed busy. (laughs) (laughs) Keep in mind that you're not perfect either, buddy. Take a look in the mirror. You've got a silly looking blank, but we still love you. Forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should take this quarantine time as a moment to regroup and work on your Blank, which is less than perfect. Patience. We know your doggy best friend, Blank, seems to have the perfect life on Instagram. Mookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, bub? His parents are swingers, and they got him at a puppy store. <laughs> we might not be the perfect parents, Busy, but at least we're monogamous, and we adopt. We do not shop. For senior <laughs> dogs, no less. So get your shit together. Love, Mommy and Daddy. <laughs> Thank you. That's very cute. Yeah, very cute. That that final paragraph would have been a lot better if I didn't realize that your parents are the owner of Mookie. <laughs> Mookie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And after when you said that, Maris went, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I'm sorry I made your your parents nope. swingers, but I. That's okay. I had a job to Maybe do. Maybe you didn't make them that way. Okay. <laughs> okay so. There is no doubt that you guys are absolutely wonderful guests and uh, you were every bit the the guest we thought you would be. There's only one thing left to do and that is to determine by way of a quiz if you, Maris and Josh, deserve dogs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. Okay. Um, This is best out of three. Multiple choice. This week, 
A pug in Boston has been declared a hero because he cleared a troubled Hyde Park street from some tormenting what? Riffraff? Street toughs? White trash kids wearing shorts and snow boots? Or turkeys? Well, I'm going to have to go with turkeys. Turkeys. That is correct. (laughs) The always trustworthy Newsbreak.com reports that that Bruce the Pug helped turn Myopia Road in Hyde Park into a turkey-free zone, at least while he patrolled it. Good guy. Yeah. Okay. Question two. As Busy's parents, you may have noticed that pugs have the cutest front end and the worst back end. (laughs) It's as though when God smushed their noses, he also prolapsed their anuses, or ani. Never been sure about that. Uh, But (laughs) back in 2015, one fine American stormed the internet with a hanging doily that attached their tail to cover their b-hole. What was the name of the product? Rear gear... Turd cutter turtleneck, the stinker shrinker, or the butt burka. <laughs> oh, you you showed me this last time when I was at your place. Of course we did. Oh. We love it so much. It's, is it? It's rear gear, yeah. right? That is correct. Yes. Uh, wow, is, you paid attention. It is rear gear. They had they had the classy catchphrase "No more Mr. Brown Eye" and sold a vast assortment <laughs> of adornments to cover dog hiney holes, ranging from the happy face, the cupcake, the peace sign, and daisies. Sadly, the company appears to have gone under. But we think a <laughs> "We Don't Deserve Dogs" bump could bring them back into business. Yeah, there, there was one also where it was doesn't Anderson Cooper's face called the Anderson Pooper? Anderson Pooper, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a silver. But by the way, also, I've seen prolapsed buttholes. That's not, I'll take a pug butthole. That's for another <laughs> podcast, dear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, you guys are already playing with house money. It's been determined already. But let's see if you can go three for three here, Okay. A Colorado man was arrested in 2013 for drunk driving. A horse. Upon inspection, police officers noted that he was traveling with his beloved pug, Buford, an old-timey blunderbuss pistol, and what other item? A bow and arrow? The door to a microwave? A pooping bucket? Or Epstein didn't kill himself? Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> I I feel like it would be um, uncouth to contradict my beloved wife. <laughs> she is correct. She is absolutely correct. He did not kill himself. But uh, Mr. Neil Schumacher also had on him a pooping bucket. Wow. He was arrested for equine DUI because he was riding hammered through Boulder, Colorado. Once he dismounted his, his steed, he told the arresting officer that he was on his way to his brother's wedding in Utah. 600 miles away. To be fair, the arrest report only listed it as a bucket, but I feel safe that it was a pooping bucket. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. It, it could have been what a wedding. Need that bucket for? Could have been a wedding present, but... <laughs> I, <laughs> it could have been both. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding present of a pooping bucket? I like where your head is. But... It's been decided. Yeah, you you, you definitely deserve dogs. Deserve dogs. Yeah, yes. I forgot for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, did it. Um, this is the part where you plug yourselves. Tell people where to find you. I have a podcast called The Maris Review, where I talk to authors every week about their new books. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And uh, and what's your your handle? Your handles? It's at Maris Kreisman. Nailed it, Joshua. Hi. 
Um, I also have a podcast. Hi. It's called Make My Day. As you mentioned, it's a game show. Uh, I am at Josh Gondelman on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I have a book out called Nice Try, Stories of Best Intentions and Mixed Results. Plus, watch Jesus and Marrow on Showtime, yes. Mondays and Thursdays at 11. And follow Josh to see the new pair of shoes that he wears every week on show day. I've been, I, I feel like I'm basically out of shoes at this point. <laughs> it's going to get recycly very quickly. You're a humble man, but you time. flex on us every show day. <laughs> I you. feel it. I feel it every time. Thank you. Gondelman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, you can find me. Everything is at Richie Redding. And uh, out now is my new album, which I humbly titled number one album of the year. And if you <laughs> want right. to hear uh, what it was like to record an album on the very last day before the quarantine went into effect Whoa. in front of a bunch of hammered magas, well, this is the album for you. Oh. March 14th, Late Show in Miami. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And uh, I can't compete with that, but I'm at Dr. Lisa Lippman if you have any uh, pet needs. <laughs> okay. Let me try that again. At Dr. Lisa Lipman. Thanks. Bye. Nailed it, babe. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks, share, thanks, guys. Rate, review, do yes. all the things. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.